Hi guys, thank you so much for tuning in. It's Hila here from Saturday Night Stitch and welcome to the second episode of the Saturday Night Stitch podcast. Now today I have a real treat for you in store. Um, I have my friend Josie Magula who blogs over at itisjosie.com and she has agreed to come onto the podcast to talk about her experience sewing with a birder pattern for the first time. So join me in welcoming Josie to the podcast. Hey Josie. Hey Hila. How's it going? It's good. It's a bright day outside and I'm sitting under the sun and it's so brilliant. Feels nice. I feel alive. Yeah, that's wonderful. So we've been really lucky that we've had some sunshine today on the day that yes. we're recording the interview, which I am eternally grateful for. Which is good. And thank you so much for agreeing to come onto the podcast and to share your experiences with us. Thank you, Hila, for having me here. I wouldn't miss it for anything. Yeah. <laughs> right. So for those of us who are not familiar with you or your wonderful Instagram profile, do you just want to tell us? a little bit about yourself um it's i'm josephine magola that's why aka josie i i love sewing yeah i think if you're healer's friend you must love sewing (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i my experience with sewing i i grew up watching my mom sew she used to work and sewing was a part-time business. She used to make a few pieces she used to sell. And I remember in my house, there was a single manual sewing machine, which wasn't quite the friendly one. I was quite so short. I started sewing at eight. I first, I don't want to say I started sewing, but I first used the sewing machine at eight. Wow. I tried, I would try to anchor myself on the table so I could get the feet down. What do they call that? The treadle. The treadle. To try and move the treadle as I sold. I could hardly reach, but I would manage to do anything, something, at least repair a few torn clothes. Yeah. And growing up in Africa, it was normal to repair torn clothes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So you started sewing when you were eight on a vintage singer sewing machine, no yes. less. Wow. That's really yeah. fantastic. I'm kind of going through a vintage sewing machine phase at the moment. And, you know, I'm scared of even looking at those treadle machines. So, you I know. I think the difference between my vintage and yours, yours is a vintage electri- electric machine. Mine was a manual machine. <laughs> so I'm not sure whether they still match. Or mine might have been the tr- more vintage than your vintage one. Quite possibly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I have seen some of the treadle machines, but I've just been like, uh, I'm not yet at the stage Virgin. where I can tackle those. But that's really wonderful. So... What made you start blogging about your sewing makes? I think after that, I picked on to sewing again. Honestly, after the time I tried using a sewing machine, my mom stopped sewing, so I never went back to it again. Until 10 years ago that I actually had a dream sewing and I was happy about the dream and I decided to buy a sewing machine. And I started off, that was, I was still back home in Africa and I started off with Making cushion covers, mm-hmm. I didn't know where this would take me. Then moved to the England, Manchester by then. I was amazed being at home with a newborn and not having much to do with myself that I resorted to sewing. I remember moving into Abakan, picked up a paper, a pattern for the very first time. I didn't know what to do with it. I would open it up, close it up, put it back in an envelope and not do anything <laughs> with it. I can relate to that, absolutely. Until yeah. one time, I think in 2012, I, I, I put together all my courage got cut into a sewing machine and I sewed up a skirt. I think it's a simplicity skirt. Mm-hmm. It was far from perfect, but it's a wearable piece. Well, done is better Thank than perfect. perfect. That's yeah. true. <laughs> like keeps telling me that. Yeah. 
you were there and you just had a young uh, child yes. and you were looking for an outlet for your creativity. Yes. So how then, at what point did you decide that you were going to start itisjosie.com? .com. Yeah. In all honesty, I sold a bit from that time of Manchester. I can't say I was consistently sewing. I could sew here and there mostly. Actually, I got caught up sewing baby diapers. I cloth diapered my son, so I was making cloth nappies for my son, and that's all I could do. Then coming coming along, I remember in t about two years ago, is when I was amazed by the wonderful ladies who sew their clothes on YouTube. I watched the many seamstress tags that they were on YouTube and I realized actually people do sew their clothes. And it's from there that I've started sewing, coming to two years, and I've not looked back. And when you look at how much goes on in the sewing community, and I was like, why don't you blog about your sewing? And with great encouragement from my friend Hill, I realized actually it's not the hardest thing to do. <laughs> and yes, I said it is josie.com, which I'm thrilled about. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, so uh, the burning question that I have been dying to ask you about sewing with Berda for the first time is, was it hard to sew with Berda? In all honesty, it was doable. I wonder why it has taken me this long. And I remember buying my first Bada Style magazine in 2011. Yeah, I was going to ask you, <laughs> when was the first time you came across Birdie Style? <laughs> I think there was the sewing community, some sewing forum that used to be online. And they used to talk about how you get a Bada Style magazine and it has so many patterns, about 25. But in all honesty, when I got it and looked at it, I was like, these many patterns, you can hardly pick out one. <laughs> so I always opened them, built up the courage, but never followed along. So this was 2011. 11. 2011. Yes. Okay, I just want to point out that it's now 2019. 19. Exactly. Eight years. Eight is years. That, is my maths correct? Yes. Yeah, so it took yeah. you eight years yes. to get the courage to finally sew a bird magazine. Okay. And I stressed out three pieces last year, 2018, which were never sold up until last week mm -hmm. when I actually cut through one and sold it up. And I realized it's doable, actually. Mm -hmm. I was limiting myself. Do you know when you tell yourself, oh, this is a maze of a pattern, who goes through all this? And actually, when you sit down and identify your pattern size and trace it with trace around it with a highlighter, you get to realize that actually your focus should be on this one piece that you should sew up. And it's doable, actually, surprisingly. That, that is wonderful. So I would love for you to talk us through yeah. the, process the process of the pattern. And by the way, Josie today is actually wearing the Berta top that she made. So tell us about the top the and top. your fabric selection. Yes. And then talk to us about the process. The process, yeah. I'm, s I'm wearing a top from the March issue 2019 of Berta. It's a summer top. I think it was number 103. And it's a free la summery top that comes with it, a belt that you can put together with a belt loop. But I couldn't. The pattern build. details will be in the show notes down okay, below as well. That yeah. would be nice. And I chose Fabric. I went to Fabrics for All where I joined their Bloggers Network. And I was gifted this beautiful fabric i looked at the wonderful fabrics they stock there and i got a cotton fabric which feels like a viscose such a lightweight i mm -hmm. think it feels like a cotton lawn what does it feel like well i 
I feel I felt like it's a it's a cotton viscose mix because yeah. it's got the light drapiness um, of viscose, but it's also quite um, it holds pleats. Yeah, yeah, so I, I kind of think that it might be a viscose cotton, a but viscose. don't quote me on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful red fabric, perfect for the weather. It actually makes me smile when I see myself in the mirror wearing it. And I chose this fabric because I had seen the pattern and I knew it needed something lightweight but also something that will bring out the pattern and does these gorgeous patterns. It's actually a beautiful top. The pattern is beautiful and the fabric is beautiful. Mm -hmm. I feel nice in it. Yeah, and it is. It's, 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 very, it's, it's a very stunning top because you... Now, I've also made this same pattern, but I used a Cloud9 fabric, which is very... Um, it's got an ivory background okay. and these uh, faded out brush strokes. So it's quite light and, and pale. And I think I love yours too. It's a beautiful Well, I love here. yours because yours, you've gone for the deep red background yeah. and it's got like these flowers and so it's quite a it, it's a very vavavoom you know it fabric. and yeah. uh, you've styled it with the black jeans yeah. obviously which just brings out the contrast even more yeah but so you had traced three patterns previously, previously. from some of the 2018 issues You're right okay yeah. So what was it about this one that made you skip those pre-traced patterns and start tracing again to sew your first birder pattern? I remember I was chatting with Hila, I was telling her, Ooh, at least I've gotten, I've stuck, I've gotten my foot into the butter style magazines. I've dressed up three patterns. She's like, looking at the mountain doesn't mean that you've climbed the mountain. I remember she made <laughs> such an analogy. <laughs> And it was so funny, like, no, you can't say you've done anything with butter cell magazines. You've only traced them. So I was like, okay, let me prove it to myself that I'm ready to step in. I traced off one. I was like, choose a pattern that's not complicated. That doesn't call for any closures. One that will be straightforward that you won't miss anything. But trust me, even when you look at that, you can still make mistakes because I forgot and I added seam allowance on the fold line. <laughs> so... Was that on the back piece or the front piece? On both. I did it on, on both. both. That's how good I was. <laughs> Do you know, because it's, it's not a clear pattern, that's like your usual patterns that are clearly marked out and you never need to add a seam allowance to your ordinary patterns. So it's something to look out for that when you trace a pattern, you, re you actually have to read and write fold. And if it helps to add the fold line diagram or to the pattern size, it helps you know that when you're adding similar allowance you don't need to add any on that okay so i'm quite curious when yeah. you traced your pattern did you add the seam allowances afterwards or you added the seam allowance as you were tracing i added the seam allowances after tracing okay. all right which was straightforward i know hila was showing me a method but i was like no let me stick to this one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well it's certainly a good way to go so i think that that's actually really great advice for anybody yeah. who is apprehensive about sewing with birder that you 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 start off with a pattern that doesn't have a lot of complicated things to it that's no true. closures yeah and the style that you you're wearing it doesn't even have any darts no nope, it doesn't actually mm -hmm. yeah okay so so then how uh, how did you get on at what point during the process did you realize that you you'd edited the seam allowance incorrectly lucky for me i noticed if i could cut into my beautiful fabric because i would have been so angry if i didn't notice <laughs> it earlier it's when i looked at it and i was like wait a minute it's going to go on the fold and i think what helped 
is the fact that I'd tr- cut out the seam allowance, I'd added the seam allowance after tracing out because mm-hmm. that was a proper clear line that actually this is the seam line mm-hmm. and this is the seam allowance added. Because probably if I'd added the seam allowance during tracing, I could probably have not noticed that earlier. So mm-hmm. it helped that I added the seam allowance after tracing. So I managed to notice it then, cut it off. And did I? I'd actually, no, I didn't yet cut my pattern, no. Mm-hmm. I didn't yet cut the fabric. I was trying to remind myself, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. And then, uh, so how did you get on with, after that? After that. Yeah. After that, I actually went to the simple, the dressed up papers. I, and it's actually is when you know which seam allowance you've used, you get the seam rulers, add it on, reduce that amount at the fold, which was straightforward, and cut into my fabric, which was nice quite straightforward and one thing at least i know about butter style magazines patterns they don't add a lot of ease like the ordinary big folds mm-hmm. that you go cut into you think you're cutting a size eight and the size comes out and you wonder if you cut it 12. so with butter style what i like about it they are true to size their seam allowance is not exact extravagant mm-hmm. so yeah. which makes it really brilliant so what seam allowance did you add to your uh, i'm always happy to use five over eight inches which five is eighths. one five eighths inches which mm-hmm. is 1.5 centimeters mm-hmm. I, th- I feel like it gives me a lot of room should i need to add a little <laughs> space into it well, i need you to join me in my industrial sewing thing is because i use a half an inch seam allowance on mine inch. and, and i use bit. a quarter inch around the necklines Ooh. and things like that but uh, uh, yeah, we, we're gonna try and teach you that. Try, I'll try. I'll <laughs> see if I can learn that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then you cut into your fabric. How did you find the instructions? In all honesty, the instructions were okay because it was a basic pattern that mm. you could sew up even without the instructions if you've sewed up something before. And I'm told that their instructions are not that detailed, but. I think it helps to start off with an easier pattern mm-hmm. that doesn't call for a lot of instructions lest you get confused. Mm-hmm. And when you dig your feet in there, you figure out that you will make it. Actually, the instructions were so clear to follow because it was a straightforward top. Didn't need to add any dust. Didn't need to add any closures. You just needed to finish your seams the way you finish them after sewing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how did you feel um, during the process? Okay, first of all, how long did it take you from tracing to actually finishing it off and being able to put it on and say i've got it off yeah <laughs> uh, i would say i'm not a fast sewer but i think i'm tracking down that my not being a fast sewer i've got a lot of distractions around me while i'm sewing I'm probably <laughs> watching a video on youtube or on blueprint it's oh, like i said Josie, i said this in my video last time I did say that monotasking. Okay. Yeah, yes. I say it again. Monotasking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to join the monotasking. I want to yeah. see <laughs> how fast. Because when Hila tells me that she's able to sew something, a garment, cut it out, sew it in a one, not one sitting. Do you do it in one sitting? Yeah, I do. I do. It yeah. In one so sitting. I was, I was telling myself, what's different with me? But I guess I'm going to track it down to having a lot going on around me. I'm much even when you would say I'm just listening to a, an audible book, 
nothing's distracting me but my mind you can't still at the same time read an instruction mm-hmm. while you're listening to something and give it full your full attention well i think it definitely depends so like for me productivity yeah. and efficiency is kind of like one of the things that i'm incredibly passionate about even mm. before i started sewing mm. um and I think it, it it depends on what your style is, yeah. but you can only know your style if you try different, different things. things. So true. for me, there was a point where I used to think, oh, I'm multitasking, I'm listening to um, a YouTube channel, I'm watching a Craftsy class back when it was called Craftsy whilst yeah. I am sewing. Yeah. But I wasn't being as productive as efficient until yeah. I decided to try doing my sewing until I decided to try doing my sewing just as pure sewing without anything else and just focused on it and using the yeah. Pomodoro technique. Yeah. And I found that I could get more done, done yeah. which inherently satisfied me and fulfilled my needs. Because I've got a sewing, I've got a super long sewing queue. Like yes. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't have? Even us who don't write them down like Hila. We have the cues in our brain that we hope we shall remember once we look at the fabric. Like, ooh, I bought this for this year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you've seen what my fabric stash is like. You no, know, let me, let's not get everything, started on that. Everything in there has Had got a plan. plan. It yes, has got a plan, true. you know. Yeah. Um, so, you know, definitely it's worth trying out um, different things. Different but I'm glad thing. that you're bringing up that. the, you know, that somehow you're kind of realizing yeah. that trying to listen to something else when yes. you're supposed to be sewing, you're kind of thinking that maybe it drags you on longer. Uh-huh. Yeah. But in all honesty, it didn't take a long time. It was, if I wasn't distracted, after I've traced off the pattern in less than two hours. Now I'm speaking for people who don't sew very fast. In two hours, you would have you the top ready with mm-hmm. you. The tracing process, because I've not done it that fast, that much, that many times. So it's not as fast as I would have loved it to be. But it's not really the hardest thing to do. And given that it was a top, so there were short pieces you were working with. You didn't have long pieces to work with so it was an easier thing to work with which was really helpful yeah Mm -hmm. so do you have plans to sew more birder patterns i think i'm now converted why would one not sew a birder magazine pattern because the thing is that you think about the one pattern who doesn't know that part sewing patterns cost it an arm and a leg if you're going to buy everything <laughs> you need and if you can buy this one pattern i actually don't have a subscription like killer because mm-hmm. i tried a subscription and i realized actually it comes off cheaper if i walk into my local wh smith and buy the pattern and they never run out in my branch in leaves i'm not asking everyone ah, to come see, and buy them out that's that's that, that's interesting because like one of the reasons why i stick to a subscription now yeah. Is because by the time I saw the preview, I saw the previews of what was in a magazine, magazine yeah. and actually managed to get round to going to a shop. Sure. Yeah, they didn't have any. That's the thing, you yeah. know. And, and that was very frustrating for me. Yes, and that's when be. I just decided I was just like, I'm gonna get a subscription Subscri- because then that way at least I am guaranteed because there were at least two copies that I missed out on in oh, 2016 when I decided to let my subscription, subscription lapse, lapse and I said oh I'm gonna buy one as, one it, comes. as it comes yeah, yeah. And then I decided I wanted to free up that mental space of trying to make a decision, decision about, to run into oh, do town, I like yeah. the styles yeah. enough to buy them? And then making the time to go yeah, into town. So that's quite interesting that you feel confident, confident. that the shop will have it. Because in my experience, they
they didn't have them when I wanted it. But my other confidence comes from the fact that if I missed it, I would get a copy from Hila. <laughs> I would borrow Hila's copy. So I don't want her to cancel her subscription because it's working out in my, to my benefit. Even when I know I shouldn't be buying it, actually it feels nice looking at that pattern when you go back home, looking at the pattern book. I've done a lot of looking through it than sewing mm. with you, it. Because you have quite a few copies of the magazine, yes, don't I've you? Yes, I've got a few of them, yeah. How many? Do you know how many you have? I've honestly lost track because I remember coming back to Leeds about four years ago, I had to give give out most of the copies I had to a sewing friend back home because I didn't have a lot of luggage to carry them with me. But I know it's always good to give someone, to bless someone with something. Mm. But Absolutely. at this point in life... You're like, I didn't know the value they had. I was like, I feel like going back and getting all of them because I doubt she's sewing with them. But probably the next time I'll see, see her, I might have a chat with her. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. So, what is your next birder pattern? What's your next project that you're looking at making? I was excited to look into my previous copies. I'm sewing up for some, I saw some pieces in the 2012. Mm-hmm. 2012 issue, I think it was summer. I saw some linen dresses. I've got the linens with me. Just like we've said, we have fabrics and they are all They've planned. All got a plan, yeah. They've got a plan. So that would be the idea of my plan for summer sewing. Mm-hmm. But I'm more actually excited so much more from the Badassel magazines. And I saw the lines drawing from the June issue, the mm-hmm. June issue to come June 2819 and has so many fabulous yeah, pieces. I love, I love that. I am so I just torn. can't wait for to come here so it might be my next smear yeah. from that magazine. Yeah. Oh, no, so that's one. So, do you remember what which one specifically your that caught your eye? I like the dress with the side button. Oh, I love that. It's such a red linen dress. dress. Yes. Yeah. It has yeah. big buttons on the sides. Yeah. It's a beautiful one. Then I saw there were honestly so many pieces. I was seeing it through Saturday night stitches. He <laughs> has YouTube when she was going through them. I was like, oh, I need to get my hands on mm-hmm. this. But I know she, th- the advantage of having a subscription, you get to get the magazine before it's in the shops. Because I know by the time I get mine from the shops, it's when I've known whatever is in the pieces. But it helps to still have one. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, I have the German subscription. Mm. Yeah. So I get that a lot Straight earlier a lot than earlier. the English one. Oh, but that that's sense. because I, I very rarely use instructions instructions yeah yeah, yeah. so i um so i quite i quite like it i actually like the german magazine a lot better than the does English. it have any difference are the patterns different no 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 the patterns are exactly, exactly the, the same, same. Oh. but um i find that with the german issue it's actually got a lot more extra articles in Ooh, it so it's it's same. more than yeah so it, so does that mean you s- understand the germany I have German. been learning. I've been oh, picking up quite a fair amount of uh, sewing German. Um, mm. And yeah, so it, it, it's been a lot of fun as well. But for the most part, I only ever use instructions when it's a really unique design, design and I can't yeah. figure out how it is. But Then I don't think I'll be borrowing yours because I don't think I can speak in uh, the other language I speak is French. If it was French, I would have my graduate, <laughs> but not German. So I don't think I'll be borrowing healers. I'll be buying mine from HWC. Well, don't worry. Yeah. Pretty soon you will stop to rely on instructions because Berda, bless them. I love the (laughs) magazines. I'm a big fan. I'm a collector. I'm a completist. But their instructions, if they're not for somebody who wants to have their hand held. But having said that, 
there's you know there are only so many ways that you can sew a dress you know yes, you have to do the thing, darts the before dart. you attach it to the waist, waist so line, yeah. you know you can, yeah. you can and i think if you've had your go at sewing with different patterns really you can still figure out how to do something that's how hacking comes along that you can hack something because you've made something in a particular way so you know i can add it uh, an elastic mm-hmm an elasticated waist to a dress because you've sewn a dress like so the button from tilted and the button mm-hmm. so you know you can carry on the same instructions use them with another dress and still create something so i guess it's doable even without having to go through the instructions okay so i yeah. like how you're saying that it is doable that's such a great word yeah so i have a question for you i am wondering if there was one thing that you would have wished you knew yeah. before you started on the birder project for your first, first birder time. pattern yeah in all honesty if there was anything to learn it wasn't this time because mm. the hardest part i think for anyone with butter cell magazines it's stressing mm-hmm. which i had done three times last year of the patterns <laughs> i dressed out that i never sold as i felt like i'd conquered the butter style world yeah. with just <laughs> dressing three patterns but i was convinced that i was just almost there but not yet there yes mm-hmm. so i think whatever i had to learn was from the first time i traced out the patterns having to look at the the blind drawing and the instructions mm-hmm. to figure out which page you have to go to mm-hmm. and which color code you have to find and on top of that your size i think that's when i had to learn and when i traced about three at least i figured out how you navigate around that maze mm-hmm. to find your pattern that mm-hmm. you need yeah so did you find that tracing got easier or would you say it's just about definitely the same level? it gets actually easier you just need to trace your very first one when you look at it you would wonder where your pattern is but when you actually focus on the pattern number you're looking for and the color you're looking for mm-hmm. you're surprised at how much actually if you know what you're looking out for and you've identified what you should look out for how easy it is to see it mm-hmm. i don't know whether that makes sense but no, yeah it does it absolutely yeah. makes sense to me so yeah. it just helps to go over your pattern size your the the, the pattern you tend intend to trace out with a highlighter mm-hmm. you highlight it out so it's evident too that you can't make a mistake and trace something different so did you use a highlighter with this pattern yes well. i used the highlighter over the pattern piece i intended to trace out so mm-hmm. it was straight forward that I, should i move away and come back mm-hmm. after a few days you still know where to go to okay so like i'm a birder purist which yeah. means that i would never put a highlighter <laughs> on my pattern cheese <laughs> so i just highlight that when i loan you my books please don't <laughs> use a highlighter on my pattern cheese <laughs> i'll try not to use the highlighter i'll try to remind myself that there are healers books in my <laughs> Well, yeah because I, I i don't use a highlighter and and that's mostly because you know there is a roaring trade for better style magazines on ebay so yeah. like you can resell oh. better magazines and in Now fact i know mm-hmm. i should stop here <laughs> and i am i am trying to complete so i have um 2018 the full 12 issues 2017 the full 12 issues and i've just recently managed to complete my 2016 collection and i'm now trying to complete my 2015 so i'm constantly searching on there but yeah. i don't want pattern sheets that have highlights right. on them <laughs> maybe one thing hila might have left out there issues that she has double bought that's how bad she has gotten with it she has two issues of uh, particular she forgets that she owns one and buys another yeah yeah but i'm getting better at tracking those because i've you know when i organized everything i now have 
you know the numbers of the, the numbers. missing yeah. ones so now i check i double check before i i That's go a good idea, and buy yeah. okay so yeah. tips for somebody who's sewing for the first That's time with birders what advice would you give them in all honest, what's not to love about a Badassel magazine? I buy mine for just six pounds mm-hmm. and I have about 25 pounds, 25 patterns to trace out. Let it be that you only identify one pattern that you would want to sew. It's still a bargain. At six pounds, you're buying that one pattern. But if you identify three or four, it's a steal. Mm-hmm. You're getting three, six, four patterns for. For four pounds, I mean for a total of six pounds. And also one thing I like about the Badassel magazine patterns, they are fashion forward. If you're one who likes something interesting, not the ordinary patterns probably that have been in print for the last 10 years and you want something fashion forward, I think Badassel offers that to anyone mm-hmm. who is... Who loves to sh- sew something that's in style, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, that's fantastic. And is there any... Um advice in terms of the process anything that you could uh, share with somebody who's listening who's thinking oh you know i want to i want to try that well, what's what's the one thing you would say to them um to help them along the way i'll use the one word hila loves to tell me don't overthink it it's actually an easy thing don't overthink <laughs> it it's actually very easy you'll be surprised if you trace off the first one you'll be surprised at how fast it mm. comes and how easy it is. It's actually easy. I'm not <laughs> speaking from that. I'm not speaking because I finally made one. But it's an easy way of tracing of patterns. It's easy to make patterns from the Bada style magazines. Mm, yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. I think I think one great thing that um, I have learned and I try to implement in my sewing mm-hmm. is to just act before I think. Yes. Because when I... <laughs> think too much i tend to let projects marinate and then yeah. there's like a lot of overthinking so i'm just kind of like act before i think with the sewing i mean was that why you dress them off as soon as you buy it you <laughs> dress it off and then she, she has in actually in her confession she has more trust of patterns yes than anything well yeah. this is true yeah because like the tracing part strangely enough i know a lot of people see the magazine pattern sheets and they feel like oh my gosh i can't get through mm. but the tracing part is actually quite easy well at least yeah. i find it yeah um, very, uh, very easy. But yeah. it's sort of like the going forward and then going cutting forward. out yeah. um, and all that. But you know, it's it's just it's so much fun. Yeah. Um, okay, so Josie, thank you so much for. You know, I've had so much fun talking about uh, birder patterns. Thank you Hila, <laughs> for having me over. <laughs> okay, and um, so. Thank you guys. So that that's it for today. I hope that you've really enjoyed um, the podcast and that you've gotten some insights into somebody who finally got round oh, to yeah. sewing with Berda. And right. I think Josie, I just thought of the perfect caption for this podcast title, and it is "Better Late Than Never." Yeah, because you know you came out, you bought your first Berda magazine in two thousand and eleven. Yes, that's right. And then you sewed it up two thousand and nineteen. Yeah. This better late than, than never. never i'm glad i held on to those few <laughs> magazines that encourage that you can make something from it yeah uh-huh. at least i know it's doable and i'm not going to stop i still buy them i've not missed an issue since 
Last year, I think September, I have all those issues. Yeah, I've not missed any. Mm-hmm. I go and leave out the October magazines because they're more expensive. If it's £10 and I can get a bad at £6, why mm-hmm. not? Yeah. So at least I buy those ones all the time, even when I've not sewn anything from it. At least now I know there are patterns I can still go back to mm-hmm. and make something from home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And, and, uh, and that's fantastic. It's one of the things that I love about... Um, the bird of patterns yeah well thank you for sharing your process Thank your you. trials and tribulations <laughs> of sewing with Berta. and hopefully uh you feel inspired to give it a go as well yeah. and um if you haven't already do check out josie she's just started a blog called it is josie.com and all of the links are in the show notes below and she's also on instagram and you're currently participating in me made me yes for the first um, time. yes it's my second time oh, the last it's time, time. Yeah. i just posted pictures i didn't understand what was going on it was my first year into <laughs> so i just get along do you know it's always nice to join the bandwagon and go along and see where it leads you and like oh it's not a bad idea after all <laughs> yeah well her instagram feed for me made may is on fire so Ooh. do go and check it out okay yeah. guys thank you so much for tuning in and thank until you for listening <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and so from josie and i have a fantastic day and see you later see you later bye, bye.